Bible studies show. Whoa, what up is Ruth? And she fell on her face. Oh, no. <laughs> okay, so she and Ruth are kicking it in Bethlehem to come unto a people. Oh, my which God. Without the Lord. So she's like, don't text him. Wash thyself, therefore. And anoint thee. I'm surprised. Because it's weird. Good thing I have the whole Bible memorized. <laughs> A remote. Look, it does have a remote. And you know what? It has the temperature on it. Girl. It's t- 69. It's- of course. <laughs> of course you have. You're now set to 69. No, it's not set to that. It's uh-huh. just the temperature yeah. that it is. Mm-hmm. In. It's just the vibe. It's yeah. just the vibe. <laughs> you know what I did think of, though, in the time it took for us to have a technical meltdown? What? Um, if you took a little sugar with you when... <laughs> What is the context of... I don't even... Wait! Okay. (laughs) Where am I taking it? Why? Oh, no. Oh, it's happening. Don't cry. Don't cry. Angela, you're you're our host tonight. You can't cry. (laughs) You're the narrator. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go to my wish. Oh god, you gotta you gotta read it in. <laughs> Angela, Jesus. <laughs> it is not the first or the last time that we have just started crying and cannot stop. Welcome to Bible-ish, the podcast where we tell Bible stories to the best of our emotional ability. I'm Lily. I'm Angela. And neither of us are <laughs> neither of us are religious experts, but we aren't here to tell or, you okay. more. We're here to tell you a mini episode. Mini episode. Mini episode. Mini episode. Yes, that was beautiful, Angela. Thank you. Oh, no. Mini episodes are uh, where we turn the tables and Angela tells me a story and I listen. Yeah, you listen. And you're nailing it. You got this. You got it. If this is uh, your first time listening to Bible-ish, this is not a new thing that I am forcing Angela to do at gunpoint. (laughs) 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 He has done many episodes before. It's just. It's just sometimes when you laugh really hard oh, God. And, and you're just in a mood, it, 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 you know, avalanches. It's just like, you know, it's just, it just happens. It's natural. Okay. It's natural. And I'm not even drinking yet, but I will commence. Ooh, 
don't know about it. What are you drinking that's purple? It's an IPA, but it doesn't smell very good. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Tastes like green olives. Oh, no. Green <laughs> olives and beer? Those are two things I don't like. Those are two things Lily hates. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pass. Oh, my God. Well, thanks for bearing with me, you guys. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you just need to cry. You know? And sometimes the crying is mixed with laughter. And isn't that just the essence of <laughs> life? <laughs> Aren't we just the luckiest? So what is happening? <laughs> well, that's a great question, Lily. Wouldn't you like to know? Um <laughs> This is an aggressive mini episode. It's a timely question. <laughs> I know. <laughs> the thing is that we usually do mini episodes, um, you know, like, because there's a fun tidbit that I want to share. And today it just happens to be starting. I had this lovely, you know, vision of what this episode was going to look like. And instead it started off uh, just with me losing my shit and being an absolute maniac. So we're going to go with it because the theme of today is changes. Oh, <laughs> ch -ch -ch changes. we can't do that. because ch -ch -ch otherwise Oh, that's all we can afford. Sorry. <laughs> all we can afford is the ch -ch -ch -ch. If you'd like to support our <laughs> podcast. We do have a Patreon. Continue. Yes. So, Lily, I have a question for you. I have a question for you for oh, once. Oh, no. <laughs> it's not that. It's not. It's, <laughs> I just, it's not scary. Do you have seasonal rituals? Um, yes, I do. Berry picking is definitely oh. one. I find it a form of meditation and celebration in the earth's abundance and my mm. ability to interact with and appreciate that. And uh, water is another big one for me. What about it? When you can comfortably submerge your whole body into water. Do you mean space-wise or temperature-wise? Temperature-wise. Oh. Like when it is the time of year where you can slip into the lake and swim comfortably. Nice. Uh, that is also extremely meaningful. Uh, same as first snow. First snow mm -hmm. is huge for me. Are there things you like to do? I think berry picking makes sense. Are there things like, do you, is there something that you do around the time of the first snow that like is sort of a ritual that marks the season in any way? Um, no, nothing that I necessarily do when I see first snow other than like observe it and be physically present in yeah. the world as it happens. Yeah, I get that. I feel like a big ritual for me 
is cleaning oriented. So I definitely, I used to do be really on top of it. Now I feel like I've fallen out of it, but want to get back to doing like, I will do like a deep reassessment of my belongings at least once a year, usually in the spring, but sometimes in the fall, because it feels a little bit like the spring is about like clearing up everything that has accumulated in the winter. And then the fall feels more like making space to hibernate. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Where one is dusting away the cobwebs and the other one is like, um, storing things away. Yes. Yeah. And like flipping over wardrobes. What's where. Yeah. Yeah. Like putting away like anything that I know I'm not going to need for the rest of the year. And I, I feel like we've talked about, many seasonally oriented pagan holidays in different contexts. Mm-hmm. But what I was thinking is to me, this particular time of year feels kind of special, but also unmarked personally, because there's, it's like this weird interim phase between what I think of as like the height of summer, even though August is still kind of the height of summer. Yeah. Um, but it's, you start to get the little tingling spider sense that fall is coming. Yeah. Little tingly spider senses. So what I'm wanting to talk to you about today, Lily, is a particular pagan holiday that marks this exact occasion for which I was looking to mark. And that is, God help me if I can pronounce this. There's a lot of G's and H's. Lunasa. Do you know about it? I do not. <gasps> Thank God. I do not, Angela. <laughs> Lily knows so many things. It's really hard. Do you know the other main pagan seasonal holidays and Sabbaths? Um, so... I am aware of Yule, uh-huh. obviously. Uh-huh. Uh, Ostara. Uh-huh. We had a great episode about that. Uh, Beltane. Yes. Uh, Mabin and uh, Samhain are the ones I know of mostly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So there's also Candlemas, which I think is kind of... I guess it's not New Year's. It must be kind of in February time. Then you said Ostara. Then you said Beltane. Uh, there's also the summer solstice, solstice which is called Letha. Mm-hmm. And then Lunasa, which marks the beginning of harvest season. Ooh. Yeah. The time of overabundance and having to deal with it. Yes. And to... Do it at exactly the right time for very specific reasons. So in many traditions of uh, pagan cosmology, everything's considered to be cyclical. So that whole cycle of holidays that we just mentioned um, mark the different points in a cycle of growth and retreat, which are tied to the sun's death and rebirth. So Lunasa particularly being the beginning of harvest season, specifically celebrates the grain harvest. 
it was very important for them to get the timing right because if it was a little too early or a little too late, they wouldn't have enough to last them until the next crops were ready. That's harvesting. Serious. It is serious. <laughs> um, and traditionally, it is held on the first of August or about halfway between the summer solstice and the autumn equinox. All right. And the colors that typically mark this holiday are gold, orange, yellow, and green. Ooh, interesting, because those are the colors I have noticed are prominent right now, because I have been doing this thing where every Sunday I pick myself a bouquet of wildflowers. So I've been noticing what comes and goes and what colors occur when and Right now, it's those hot, warm colors, and the cooler colors are done. Yeah, that is really interesting. Um, I also watched, uh, part of my researching, I watched a video of uh, that actually was just put up five days ago from someone in Ireland who was celebrating this holiday. Um, and she made a little doll out of flowers that she had harvested and a little bit of wheat that had fallen down in the farmer's field next to her. And that was also a popular way of um, celebrating and decorating. So primarily uh, the holiday is celebrated by dancing and feasting on the first fruits and lighting fires. Um, People would bring some of the fallen grain into the home to decorate, which I felt kind of feels like both a celebration of the abundance and a reminder of the work to come. Yeah. Which I like the idea of like bringing in your wildflower bouquets too. It's like this, yeah, celebration of the abundance of what we have right now, but also, you know, that ongoing tie to getting outside and doing the work, (laughs) doing your very picking work. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Baking was, is also because of the grain tie in. It's a, a, primary way of celebrating Lunasa. So they would take the grain from the first harvest. They would use that to make a loaf of bread and they would share that at the, at the feast, which is funny because like, I don't necessarily consider maybe just because of how hot it is. I'm not, I'm not thinking about baking right now, but I guess if I were, you know, celebrating a grain harvest, I certainly would. And when you say pagan, what do you mean regionally? So what's interesting is that this, and I'm going to kind of talk about like the different ways that this turns into other things, but Mm -hmm. I would say this is primarily Celtic. um, Okay. And has also, is also Wiccan. um, But a lot of this is definitely coming from like Celtic tradition. Yeah. I, I ask because as you know, and, uh, as our listeners know, who've been with us a while, we know the significance of first fruits and the importance of saving the first fruits and honoring it in some way, either a sacrifice or in this case, a shared sharing of it, a shared, you know, the sharing doing sharing. Uh, Well, the funny thing is too, like I was looking into, so we, as we definitely know from Leviticus uh, and that freaking board game, having landed on or missed it so many times, the feast of weeks, which is also the first fruits um, celebration in Judaism happens much earlier in the summer. But I'm also curious, I, this is what I couldn't do because math and brains, but I'm kind of curious as to like, 
if the timing ever lined up because we're on such a different calendar than they are, you know? <laughs> so I'm like, I wonder if that ever lined up. Cause the other thing is that the Jewish feast of weeks or first fruits, um, that originally was very rooted in literally first fruits and harvest, but then it mm-hmm. became very influenced by, uh, the destruction of the temple and Torah education and stuff like that. So it, 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 doesn't have as much of a connection to that grain and harvest kind of vibe anymore. Um, But it did. That's where it first started. So I'm curious about if that did ever align with this. Yeah. August timing that we, the way, but as we refer to it, you know, so the, the pagan origin seems to be also, and again, like you said, it is mostly Celtic. Mm -hmm. Um, it's in in reverence to the god Lu, spelled L U G H. Louis, 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 Louis. Sorry. That was his. That's where that song came from. That was his theme song every time he walked through a field. Up here. Um, yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> um, what's cool about him is he was known as a fine craftsman. He's also associated with the sun. Because while many different tribes had more specific deities that they worshipped and it was very, like, you know, unique to their tribe, mm-hmm. Lou, because he was so multi-talented, he was like, I'm a silversmith and also, uh, you know, blacksmith and also, like, all kinds of things. Because of that, it made him one of the most common among all of the tribes thus seen as very powerful because they kind of could all relate to him for some reason. You know what I mean? Okay. Because he's a jack of all trades. Exactly. He's like OG jack of all trades. We relate to Louis. Yeah, exactly. They like all, they all had something to relate to there. He's, you know, homecoming king. Um, And the, (laughs) (laughs) the reason that he became to be associated with grain in Celtic mythology was because he had um, held a harvest fair in honor of his foster mother. Oh, who? Uh, T-A-I-L-T-I-U. Tailtu. I think is how you would say that. So here are some other. Well, that's a great question because I did not look into her. So sorry. Jeez. So sorry about it. Maybe. Maybe if she had brought me some bread. Oh, gosh. Oh, it's her fault. All right. (laughs) (laughs) So a couple tendrils kind of coming off of this. I think one thing that's interesting is, um, even though obviously the Romans would eventually, you know, (laughs) persecute and convert pagans to Christianity. Poop on the party. uh, Poop all over the party. Julius Caesar felt so much that all religions essentially worshipped the same gods by different names Uh that he aligned the festival of Augustus honoring his successor to August 1st for this holiday. And it became the most important holiday at the time. Furthermore, in Christianity, this tradition was turned into llamas. Just kidding. It's called llama. The holiday is called llamas. Llamas. Like bread that elves eat? Uh, yeah, basically, because mm, it happens around the same sense. time and centers around the same bread. Yeah, yeah. 
there are ceremonies to bless the first loaf and sharing in it is symbolic of the Eucharist. (gasps) I wonder if that is how the elven bread was named. I think it's strongly possible. The word Lamas actually comes from, I think it was Gaelic or I forget exactly where, but basically it was. uh, Is there being there? No. Okay. Well, you know, forget everything. Spin again. Well, I mean, but it sounds the same. And the whole, like, (laughs) the pronunciation is um, derived from loaf mass. As in having a mass celebrating the loaves. Oh, okay. Yeah. Because for some reason, when you said loaf mass, I thought of Mary Berry, like looking at one of the contestants bakes and being like, oh, this is. It looks like a loaf mass. Soggy bottom, not a very (laughs) good loaf mass here. Not a good loaf mass to this one. Oh my God. Yes. Anyway, I miss her. Sorry, continue. One final fun fact that I want to leave you with. This is a bit of a stretch, okay? So work with me here. Okay. We have the pagans. We have the very tied to the land, holiday, celebration, etc. We have Julius Caesar also aligning to that because, you know, appropriators have no creativity. So they just like take whatever else is fucking doing. Then we have Christianity. Being like llamas, what I think is also kind of llamas, <laughs> llamas, given the time of the year. Have you heard the analysis that some people think Jesus as a character is based off of other sun gods and is in fact representative of the sun? Do you mean the literal sun mm-hmm. and gods who are connected to it are supposed to be? be like the embodiment of um yeah yeah and sometimes people get all we about it and they're like it's sun god son of god get it and i'm like no 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 i don't think that is no, like the it's thing not, it, no, it's <laughs> not as literal as that and that's what pisses me off is when people make connections with the english language and you're like right. everything you're saying automatically is false yeah d- disqualified because that yeah. was not how it would jesus wasn't walking around talking like this <laughs> so agreed but back to the beginning talking about how like these pagan you know holidays and celebrations are all about the death and rebirth of the sun so mm-hmm. even though we haven't i shouldn't know about this la 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 your plugs <laughs> However, I found it interesting that it just so happens that the first week of August is when the transfiguration of Jesus Christ occurred, in which Jesus, and I quote, his face shone like the sun. Oh. Just saying. Intense sunny time of the year. How does this have a connection to time? Um, to time is that that uh, the timing of that of the transfiguration would have occurred in the first week of August, which is when this holiday oh, is celebrated. Okay, yeah. Also, the Lou was associated with the sun. 
Wow. Yeah. So I'm just saying all these things are a little connected. But the thing is also, when I was doing this, this really came from a place of being like, you know, I do think we have a lot of things that tie us to winter holidays. I think we have this, thanks to Lily, beautiful connection to Ostara and spring now with Mm -hmm. our Easter episode. And I just felt like this particular time of year, I was like, I'm yearning for more of a connection to it. Yeah. You know, summer is usually associated with vacation and fun and, and being outside and relaxing and all those kinds of things. But I just was really yearning for this more nature connection to the abundance and to the harvest and to, yeah, really enjoying this season, but also preparing for the season to come. Agreed. So. That is really interesting. Yeah. And I would encourage anyone who also feels the same or would be curious about that to do a little bit of like their own research. Um, I may also share the video that I watched because it was really lovely watching this girl. She like is talking about the holiday and how she celebrates and she goes and takes a walk in nature and um, bakes lavender honey scones and makes this little wheat doll and harvests wild chamomile and makes tea. Oh, that sounds lovely. Yeah. It was very nice. The time of abundance is now. Yeah. So even if unlike Lily, you don't just maybe have, you know, hundreds of thousands of berries sitting outside (laughs) on your mountain. I think we can all find some, some way of doing it. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you, Angela, for sharing that story. You're I, so welcome, Lily. And I hope that all, all of us get a chance to experience like a a physical. Well, that sounds gross. <laughs> experience a physical. This summer, I hope you can just. Bend nature over. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) I'm trying to say a thing and I just. (laughs) I just really hope that you like make love to nature. You know, like it's like hot. (laughs) I hope you have a moment where you can be (laughs) physically present. I hope you can come outside. (laughs) (laughs) Did you go out of the woods and have an orgasm? (laughs) Just like a (laughs) big one outside. You know? I just really hope that nature gets you hard this season. (laughs) (laughs) And that's our new tagline. Thank you. Good night. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, We are not here to mock or glorify the Bible. We are just two mentally unstable individuals. Trying trying to to wrap our heads around an ancient text. If you would like to support our show, it is usually a bit more organized and a bit less... uh, crying than today. Uh, 
<laughs> we do really hope that you enjoy today's show, though. And I do, again, just to circle back, really encourage everyone to think about this time of year and to take a pause. And also, if you have any time of PTO, take it now. Do not, do not let them trick do you. Do not sit on that. Do not sit on your days off because who cares about capitalism, okay? Take your yeah. PTO and go walk you outside. You are not feeling well. <laughs> Suddenly, you are not feeling well. <laughs> and you should call in sick if you can. Yeah. Do whatever you can to take that time and be present this month. Anyway, as I began saying, if you'd like to show support the show, we do have Patreon and we really appreciate everyone who joins us there because we could not do this without you. And it really has kept the show going uh, for all of the time and costs uh, to do it. So join us over at patreon.com slash Biblish podcast. Check out, we have some really fun perks that you'll get when you sign up. Uh, if you sign up anywhere above a dollar, but you can also sign up for a dollar and that is much appreciated. And you know what? If you can't do either of those things, we just appreciate you being here and we can't wait to see you next episode. In our mind's eye. In our mind's eye. Thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. Bye. Bye.